You're tuned into Office Hours for now. Broadcasting live from the town of the crowd. The sneakers of on, breaking down the saga tough. Distribution and creation of the prize we lust. The reasoning behind why sneakerheads can find it tough. To try to find a pair, not kind of fair, it's life and thus. Applying your research to track down Oz's wizard. Artificial scarcity making the fucking bitter. We love shoes, but the game changed so fast. I miss the days of rocking my Nike Moabs. Don't ask. Trust the reseller platforms. Now those who love kicks are holding hats torn. The game changed and the feeling felt that scorn. But wonder stocks running off with some facts form. So tune in to the Office Hours podcast to follow up on all that passion, not that hot trash. You were tuned in to Office Hours. Subscribe, like, share, review, and all that. What is Crackalackin' Pod, people? Welcome to another episode of Office Hours with the Sneaker Savant. I am your host, Shuf Cohen, and today we will be continuing our guest spots with Bank Row, stopping in to talk Jordan 15s, John Donahoe, and the 50, as well as maybe even some sneakers app secret techniques. Let's not waste any time. Oh, Rob there? Looks like Rob's there. Yes, Rob? yeah, it looks like Rob just popped in. What's up, my dude? Hey, what's going on, man? Same old shit, smaller shovel, you know it. All right, all right. This is the this is the infamous bank row. Bank row? <laughs> uh yeah. Tell us about that name. Uh the name, oh man. So I don't know why. I well, I know why. I was always spoiled growing up. <laughs> I am the youngest out of four siblings. And uh like I mean youngest, youngest. My brothers and sisters are fifteen plus years older than me. So just growing up, people were always like, Oh, like you know, Rob's rich, Rob's rich, you know, he gets this, he gets that. I was just spoiled as shit. So people just always <laughs> assumed me having money. So, in, you know, the term everyone just says bank row, I just took the roll off and just left it bank row because people always just assumed I had money. I kind of did because I was a little smart with it, but I had nowhere near as much as people really thought I did. So, <laughs> bank row. That's so, how, how old are you, bank row? Uh, 31. 31. So hey, me years. too. Oh, there you go. Two youngins. I'm 41. Oh, man. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm older than that because my whole life I've always been around older people. So, like, even when I'm at work, I listen to a lot of jazz or 70s, 80s, like soul or funk or R&B. And people are like, how old are you? And I'm like, I'm 31. And I'm like, you don't act like it, but just naturally always been around people that are way older. Than you, so, You mean you don't just, like, listen to nothing but Limp Biscuit all the time? Oh, man, that's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny that uh, that's actually my my nickname. My my handle on on Nike Talk and everything before the sneakers launch was J T Platinum P L A T N U M. My my real name is J T Platt. But uh, back in the day when I was in college, there was this rapper. His name is J T Money. Oh man, yeah. And all my you know he he had this song. I I think he was from the Poison Clan. He was from Florida, and uh, all my roommates they used to call me J T Money. And then. There was a point I was like, "Fuck that! I got more money than than, than JT Money. Call me JT Platinum." And that <laughs> that's, that's, that's what stuck. But it was pretty funny because I don't know, just the JT Money thing was 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 big for guys named JT at that time. Oh man! <laughs> well, I'm I'm detecting an accent. Where's the accent from? Uh, uh not so much. I'm from I'm from, uh, from Indiana. Indiana. All right. Yeah, that's yeah. a weird place, man. The whole the whole Midwest is a really weird place. It's um, 
it's really weird right now too because every time i swear every time there's a hurricane or something we just no pun we get a flood of people <laughs> that move in from just you know from the south and then COVID doesn't help either um so many people have just migrated here uh, i've met so many people from new york philly cali texas um it just seems like there's such a mix of people that are in indiana now, oh yeah funny that you mentioned that because i just moved out of iowa last year oh man see but indiana <laughs> indiana's that's kind of north right uh the pit yeah 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 depending on where from but from the south yeah it's north the only thing i ever remember when i moved from when I moved from New York to California in February, and we made one short stop in Gary, Indiana, to s- spend the night. And oh, that no. Was, that was the only thing I did. I, I went to a Hooters in Indiana. I think that was the only Hooters I've ever been to in my life. Man. Probably because it was right, be next door, right next door to the hotel. And what's but, funny what's, what's funny is about that, that's actually where I was born and raised partially. We moved to Indianapolis when I was about... Mm, nine, ten. So for the most part, I'm from here, but I was born in Gary. And while a good bit of my family is there, I don't really miss much of it. Uh, there's nothing there at all. It's, it's just terrible. <laughs> Isn't that where Michael Jackson and his family are from? Yes, they have that um, house gated off and everything. The grass. I'm pretty sure it's turf at this point. Uh, yeah, the house still looks pretty good. Uh, but huh. yeah, he's from he's from there. That's the only thing. I mean, Gary is just the weirdest name in the world for a city. But that was the only thing I remember about Gary was my little run through and then that the Jacksons were from there. Yeah, I think that's pretty much it, man. That's that's everything that's happened in Gary, Indiana, aside from being kind of a shitty place to live at this point. Absolutely. Yeah. And by kind of, I mean a lot and I didn't want to be offensive, but like it, it is. <laughs> nope, nope. I don't blame you. Like you know, and for the people that live there, they have to. Um, they may work in surrounding cities like Maryville, Vaparaiso, or Chicago. Um, yeah, yeah. And I feel like if you work there, just live there. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I lived in Atlanta for about three and a half years, and um, it took me forty-five minutes to get to work, and it took me an hour and a half to get home on a good day. If there was that an accident. Sounds- about two hours, three. Mm-hmm. When I when I worked on Wall Street, man, there was dudes. I mean, I knew not not like one person, but like several people who took seven hour bus rides every day <sighs> to work on Wall Street. Like seven hours. Like they go from fucking they go from Philly, you know, in Philly there's all these stops. I mean, like seven hours. I just couldn't imagine living fourteen hours a day on the fucking bus. Like what are you what are you doing? What are you living for, man? You wasting time is what you fucking doing. Yeah. That's I, insane. Only time I didn't have a like a, a serious commute was when I became a teacher and then I had like a ten minute commute and once I had a ten minute commute I was like, oh fuck all this. I'm not doing any other kind of commute than this. No chance. <laughs> Nuts. Yo, all right. So let's uh let's hit a couple things. I uh Rob, I know you had a couple of things you wanted to talk about. Do you want to start with the uh, the fifteens, the Eilish fifteens? Yeah, that's such a that's a unique shoe, and not even just the Eilish. I mean, just the fifteen within itself. Uh, I remember growing up uh, playing basketball, and I had the well, 
I'm pretty sure. He, well, yeah, around the same age. So he made a um, Slam, Slam magazine. I remember having a Ray Allen edition, and um, when he was down in Milwaukee, and there was a couple articles in there, and he had on a pair of 15s. And I remember seeing them at the time, and I was like, I want those. Um, that was roughly 2002, 2003. Of course, there wasn't stores or things like that, but I just knew I always wanted that shoe. I remember showing my friends and telling them, and they're like, dude, that's ugly. And I'm like, it doesn't even have a tongue. People would make jokes and say it looks like a clit. Like it was, they were just like, it's a horrible shoe. And I've always kind of had an interest in it. Um, just from that's playing sports. Uh, no, the ones in the article were the white and uh, white and gray, and then the second sheet was the second sheet was the um, was a white and purple pair. Yes. Oh, the ad. Okay, okay, I see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've always just thought the shoe was pretty, um, pretty interesting, and you know, with jeans, probably not so much unless you cover it up. But then it probably wouldn't look so bad. But I feel the tongue and just the silhouette itself makes the shoe. And seeing over these last few years, uh, just like Savant's posts, you know, with the countdown pack, the Dornbecker, which is probably the best 15 ever. Um, you talking about the black and gold ones? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Those oh, those are. Yeah. That was actually the first pair of 15s I ever saw. I haven't been doing sneakers for very long. So, yeah, that was my first 15s I was ever exposed to. Oh, man. In high school, I had the. Um, back when Jordan Brand used to do LS releases, I had the. Um, the LS15, so they were black, white, and laser. And, um, yep, I bought those from a store here. They were on sale $79.99. Bam. Yep, I I bought them with, it was um, because I think that same year, if I'm not mistaken, I want to say the Playoff 8s came out that same year. And I didn't want to get the 8s um, due to I knew everyone was going to have them. I just kind of wanted to be different, and then it was my first chance to actually be able to buy a fifteen. Yeah. And I, I think the re- uh, retail was maybe was one seventy five, which was kind of nuts. And I was like, I don't know if I want to pay one seventy five for them. No one was talking about them, so they kind of just sat and just sat. And this store was all about just moving stuff. Uh, I've seen them sell shoes for forty bucks just to get them off the inventory. And uh, yeah, once they dropped that price, I told my told my mom we went up there, and she was like, "Oh, that's it? You want something else?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll take something else too." But I had them <laughs> for a while, and um, while I liked them, the fit was weird. You know, um, it kind of has like that. Not I wouldn't say like a Harachi booty, but it has like a boot on the inside. And I, I want to say 15s, you had to at least go a half a size, if not a full size down, uh, just because it was such a wide shoe. And while I like it, it just had a weird fit. It creased super weird. And I ended up selling them, telling myself like, oh, I'll get another pair. And um, I just never, never did. But I've always, I've always liked that shoe. So it's what funny. do you think about the uh, 15s or the uh, the fucking the eilish ones? I'm I like them. I'm sick of that color. Uh that muted what, tan tan sale. <laughs> yeah, I, I've just we I feel like earth tones have been a thing the last 2 years. Mm-hmm. Um kind of like in that range and I'm just tired of seeing 
tan and sail on shoes. I kind of want to, I would like to see them if they were, I don't know, something as simple as just being black. That would have made a bigger difference to me. Or, you know, you think of a whole, of a color palette. There's so many other colors you can pick. Everything just doesn't have to have tan incorporated in it somehow. Hmm. But I, I, yeah, I, I like that pair. I do too. I was really, really surprised, honestly. Are they supposed to be similar to those winterized ones? Do you have any idea, like as far as material goes? Because I heard they're 100% vegan. Hmm. That is a good question. That I am not for sure of, but that would make sense. Um, that would make some sense if they were. I would have to look into it. Yeah. I'll say good, good. Um, Good observation that they do kind of look like uh, females' genitalia from the top, right? <laughs> they, they do. They do. Uh, I got, you know, back in the day, um, Nike and Jordan brand, if you had anything wrong with your shoes, uh, you could just send them in and they would send you a new replacement pair. And that was like, a, it was a five-year guarantee. So mm-hmm. when I first got into um, shoes and I, I knew that, they actually told you how to read the size tag. So on the size tag, it actually tells you the date. So you know whether or not uh, you can actually return something for a warranty um, based on the date on the size tag. So back in the day, it used to be five years. And that was when I was in college, probably about 1999, 2000. And I knew a bunch of guys on the basketball team. And what we used to do, we used to get shoes from thrift stores. And then we'd take a needle and we'd take out the insole and we'd slide it down so that it would pop the air unit. And then we'd send them in for new pairs. Right. So... <laughs> And we'd say, you know, we, we'd send them a, a mail or we'd call them and say, hey, I got I got this pair of uh, GP gloves that I've been wearing and the, the air units popped. Can I send them in? they say, oh, yeah, for sure. Here's the address. Da, 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 da. Um, so I bought a pair of um, Jordan 12 Obsidians, probably the first Jordans I ever bought with my own money. And I love those shoes to death. I wore them on basketball courts. I played years in them. And uh, the midsole started to crack, like the the, the not the midsole, the, the sole started to crack just because I was beating the hell out of them so much. So I decided to take Nike up on that offer and I told him, you know, the midsole on my favorite shoes or the sole on my favorite shoes is starting to crack. Can I send them in? They said, sure. So I sent in my Obsidian 12s and they sent me back a pair of the Obsidian uh, 15s. I mean, I didn't, the, the thing was, is you didn't know what they were going to send you. They were going to send you whatever they had on deck. They weren't going to send you, you know, a pair of shoes that was uh, three, four or five years old. They would send you whatever, you know, a new replacement for that was. So they sent me those 15s. When I got them, I know what you're talking about. It has a booty. It doesn't get loose, uh-huh. which is kind of what sucks about it because you almost have to rip it just to get your foot inside. So you have to like pull it and stretch it, even though it's not stretching material, just to get your foot inside. I wore those uh, maybe four times on carpet inside my house. Uh, and every time I looked at them and put them on, I just basically said to myself, I could never fucking wear these in real life. <laughs> and so they ended up sitting in my closet for 10 plus years. And then I finally found some dude on Nike Talk who wanted to buy them. He bought them for like 250 or whatever. But it, it, it was that pair in particular, the Obsidian one. It, it also had this glue that um, got really, uh, it, it yellowed. Uh, it yellowed a lot. And it was all on the tongue. And it, it just looked real nasty. So that really kind of turned me off of 15s to begin with. Um, I'd say about 10 years ago, I saw a pair for like 40 bucks, a black pair on eBay or something. And I, I, I bought them and I was like, man, these are actually really dope, the black pair. And I tried to wear them, but they were just too tight. Didn't really, uh, didn't really, um, what's the word, follow up with it. 
but I have definitely paid attention to the, the, the pairs that they've released since then. And there are definitely a handful of that I would rock if I saw, you know, for a cheap price or something. A lot of people forget that there was also like a Jordan 15 low and a Jordan 15 mock, which were, I mean, I saw a lot of those. I really didn't see many Jordan 15s in general, but I saw a lot of mocks and I saw a lot of lows, especially on basketball. There's a 15 mock, you said. What? Yeah, look at the 15 mock. There's actually a couple of dope pairs of them. There's like a white and red one, black and silver. Um, and then I think East Bay, when the 15 came out, East Bay had a whole range of colors that you could order. And I don't think that they sold many, but there was a handful of them, like white and green, white and purple, that did make their way out, you know, that people had bought. But it was a real kind of flop for Jordan brand, I think, and they didn't offer that again. So there's a lot of interesting history with the 15 and just that, like, it, it, I mean, people really did fucking hate it. Like, people really did not like that shit. Even, I think Reggie Miller was a, he used to wear Jordans at the time too. And um, they actually made like a special all-star version of the 15 for him that it was leather and it had a sheath over it, like a neoprene sheath over the top that was a, with a zipper. Do you remember all that? Or is this all just me just rambling? Well, I think that's just you, man. This was, this was way before my time in sneakers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the mock. <laughs> Mock's pretty dope. Look at I don't know if you guys saw that PSN. You guys see that PSNY high? No. All right. So I've got the mocks. The mocks look ridiculous. Those those can go away. Um, you said PSNY? Yeah. There's also there's a Jordan mock, and then there's also a Jordan 15 low. Now the lows I do remember. The mocks. Oh, these. Oh, ew. No. <laughs> oh, ew. <laughs> see, I'm <laughs> telling you, man. Uh, Savant, are you talking about the uh, the olive suede? For the PSN, no, look up PSNY uh, Rare Jordan PSNY knee high. Now look at that. Shit. Oh, I know which ones you're talking about. I tried to buy a pair of those for my girl two years ago. Oh my goodness, those are wild. <laughs> it's it's like yeah. two shoes. It's two it's two clitorises on top of each other, upside down, <laughs> and they're four feet tall. Yes, we almost bought these. I remember these fucking shoes. The dude never got back to me. He wanted two hundred bucks for them. Could you imagine how long it takes just to lace those up? Two hundred bucks for this steal. Well, yo, let me tell you something. I had those uh the oh, SF the Air Force SF ones. You know they did like the five different heights for those. Yeah. I had the super tall ones, and they're impossible to get on. Oh yeah. I, I got rid of them because I could not get them on. Yeah. These high shoes are. I mean, they're absurd unless you're like going. Unless it's like the apocalypse and you never want to take your shoes off. You just want to always have them on or something like that. You know, you're in war or something. Like I just can't imagine how long it would take to actually put these damn things on. Well, actually not long. They've got a zipper down the back. That one does. Okay. There was also a 95, an Air Max 95. That was about, it was about um, half the height of this one. The Neons, yeah. yeah. I had a pair of those uh, that I sold. I bought for like 30 bucks. I came up and sold for a couple hundred. Those like those uh, TC Dunks that fucking... They're super duper tall. What are they? TC dunks? Oh uh, yeah, the, I don't actually know how to pronounce that. You just gave me those uh, those ninety sevens. Ricardo Yeah, him. So he did some fucking super tall dunks too. Okay. Yeah, the fifteen. No, to go back to the fifteen for a minute. That Billie Eilish. I, I do wonder what she has to do with Jordan Brand. I'm not totally sure what you know her whole her whole deal is with that. Um, but it's interesting to see how brands have shifted their focus from athletes to 
entertainers and pop culture phenomenon. Like, yeah, that's that is pretty interesting. I was telling a friend the other day we had the, the Cactus Jack Mio, now the J Balvin. Um, now you have the Sweetie. I'm like, I don't, I wonder who's next, you know. Uh, and I think it's just corporations as a whole. They may be what's looking. What's the first one you remember? The first what? The first entertainer turned sneaker endorser. Oh, um, does Master P count? <laughs> Master P, that's an interesting one. That was probably 1999, maybe 2000 with Converse, right? Mm-hmm. I had a pair of those, yeah. Yeah, me too. I had a sample pair of those. I, the ones I remember that were actually impactful because nobody, I mean, not many people bought those Master P's. That, that, those, were, those were a flop. But I remember uh, early 2000s, which is a bit later than the Master P, so you're probably better on that than I am. Uh, a lot of Reebok ads with rappers. Mm-hmm. I, I distinctly remember Ice Cube being in an ad. I remember, obviously, they went with Jay-Z. They went with Kanye West. They did that whole G-Unit thing. I mean, G-Unit shoes, when I lived in New York, man, I mean, I didn't own a pair of G-Unit shoes, uh, but, I mean, G-Unit shoes were fucking everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. Everywhere for, for yeah. a good five or six years. It's crazy how impactful those were and how forgotten they are now. But like that yeah. S dot, you remember the S dot that was basically a rip off of the the Gucci tennis. It's like the exact same shoe except it's a Reebok. Like I guess they didn't trademark that silhouette. Huh. This but is anyway. this is all way before me. Yeah, I mean, like it's interesting because I, I kind of noticed the shift way back then. Because I mean, how could you be really like bigger than Jordan? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, it, it seems like I mean, like I don't know, Kanye. He, he's full of hubris and everyone laughed at him when he said that Yeezy just jumped over Jumpman or whatever, but like this dude is, I mean, he is a fucking force. I mean, like really, like, I mean, obviously no one's really going to touch Jordan for another 20, 30 years, but I mean, it's crazy how how close, how much of an impact uh, Kanye West is having. I mean, but Billy Eilish, again, where does this fall into the Jordan brand cachet? Like, what? How does how does she even into the conversation. I'm, I'm very curious as to that. You okay. know, if I were to if I were to just make a fucking guess, if you're popular enough and you like Jordan sneakers enough, I think that's all it takes at this point. Like just be be famous and like a Jordan, then you can have one. Look is at she, Travis Scott. Be famous, get a Jordan. Is she known as like being like a Jordan head though? Yeah, yeah. She is. Yeah, yeah. I forget. There's like it was a while back, but she posted up this video of a uh, of her dog just yeah shat on her shoes. But that was that was well after she got the Jordan Grand Partner. Oh, was it? Yeah. No, I had no idea because I don't keep up on her nor her partnerships with Jordan Brand until today. Yeah, I've heard. I mean, <laughs> I've heard before that she's actually like. I heard she's actually doing a real good job with, with the Jordan Brand stuff, but I don't know. It's I don't think I could. I mean, you could probably play me five songs and I don't think I can pick up a single one of her songs. Yeah. If that's what she does. <laughs> I guess she does music. I don't, I don't know. Well, you could call it music. I mean, you could also call it shit, but it's all opinion. <laughs> no, call anything shit. Right? Yeah. Yeah, we do a lot of that, though. So what else we got, Rob? Uh, what was else what I was thinking about? Oh, um, yeah, Nike's uh, CEO actually came out and spoke about the off-white release. So I was kind of reading on that today. 
definitely should have been doing that in driving. But yeah, I was reading on that today <laughs> and uh, it was pretty interesting to pretty much sum it down in short. He said 90% of the people that won the 50 were people that lost off white raffles. Uh, well, winnings uh, in the last two years. So if you lost, there was a good chance you actually you 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 won the ducks. And uh, I know a couple people that didn't hit. I have a friend that has uh, two pair Air Max nineties off whites, and he didn't get the ducks, and he was pissed. We talk about kicks every so often, and whenever I mention about selling mine or not necessarily wanting them. The conversation is like real stale. He's like, eh, like he doesn't really say much because I, he's really big on ducks. Um, and it's not, it's, this was way before the dunk craze now. Uh, he's always really been big on ducks. So when these actually came out, he was like, oh man, like I have to have them. Like, how do you get them? How do you get them? And then I get them and I'm like, yeah, I'll trade these for a pair of LeBrons in cash. He's like, are you serious? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, because with me, it's always been more so wearability while i like the shoe i don't know if i'm gonna wear it i just really don't they're they have a burgundy tongue and a vote lace going through i don't That's pretty much they're gross yeah i yeah. i don't even and then i'm i'm thinking like well if i take the overlace out it's just white and burgundy i could i could you know work that but then that's what makes the shoe so I'm just like, yeah, I don't know if I want him. But yeah, he came out and said, uh, if you lost within the last couple of years, you won the dunk. Yeah, um, I've got the uh, complex article pulled up right here right now. And and um says the shoes were made available via exclusive access, a launch process that gives app users the opportunity to purchase a pair of sought after shoes based on over 50 variables. And and so he's saying uh sends personalized purchase offers to members based on their engagement with sneakers, their past purchase attempts and other criteria using data science to drive digital member targeting. I've actually, I've, I've seen this in action. Um, I, I ignored the sneakers app for like six months. Just didn't even open it. Didn't look at shit. Didn't click notify me. Didn't do anything. And then around April this year, those Hawaii dunks are coming out. Okay. So I go for the raffle on those and I win those and I win my next four raffles. Wow. Damn. And now I haven't got shit since <laughs> because I what started. Other, what were the other four though? Uh, let's see. Let's see. I can, I can pull up my shit. I know it was the Hawaii dunks, the bacons, the air max 90 lasers. And maybe it was only three of them. Um, Cause I still got the lasers. I sold the bacons because they were trash quality. And I sold the Hawaii's too because I just didn't want them. Um, it's interesting. I mean, like, yeah, it's interesting that the whole the whole sneakers app. I think it's funny that uh, people spend so much time analyzing the, the the algorithm. I guess you could say. Yeah. It's just it's such a. I mean, it's like. Every time we argue about it, it gives it more power. <laughs> you know? It's like an aggregor, dude. It's a fucking tulpa of sneakers. No, it's so ridiculous. Like it, it's like you know all that shit. It, I don't. I don't. Again, I don't talk about politics, but like people don't realize that the more you talk about Donald Trump, the bigger his shit gets. Like even if it's like <laughs> I hate him, I mean like that's that's how he gets bigger. I mean it's the same thing with sneakers app. I think the more people kind of. Um, 
mythologize it. I don't know if that's a word. They 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 kind of like you know, try to read it. The more difficult it becomes to actually do. Like I I just I don't know. I I noticed that a lot of people with those off white dunks they they got them. A lot of people seem to have to, to, to got them. I mean, when I saw them, I was just like, these are so fucking dumb. It's just a white shoe, like yeah, fifty different pairs. There's nothing dope about this shoe to me, like. I didn't even go for it. I just let it pass by, man. I didn't even try to go for it for resale. I was just like, look, some other some other dude that actually wants to put this on his feet or sell it to a 12-year-old child, let him do that. You do whatever you got to do, man. Just get your money and leave me alone. Yeah, it didn't. It, it, there was nothing about them that was interesting to me. But it's funny when you get a lot of these people. Everyone has, I mean, like I think, didn't Frank Cook actually talk about the sneakers app as well? I mean, like a lot of influential people in in the uh in the company or people who used to be in the company actually talk about the app and they mythologize it even more to the point that it's just uh, i don't know man i i'm I'm glad i'm not interacting with it you know i i I, I tried for those bacons i didn't get those bacons and bacons happen to be like the biggest release that they've done in god knows how long i mean everybody got fucking bacons except me and and i was just okay whatever man i got them on the you know on the secondary market for hella cheap but it's um i don't know john donahue talking about (laughs) talking about didn't he say something like he got lucky on a pair yesterday too or something like that two days ago he said he got lucky on um, Mm -hmm. what did he get he got some fucking shoe that no one else wants i mean what did he get you guys let's see um no here's the quote um from from donahue saying i had a uh, sneakers win this morning on the nocta line the vest i'm excited he said it's a great collection anytime you win on sneakers it's a jolt i was in the middle of my workout in one of our gyms here on campus i stopped the workout at 7 a.m to see if i won and i won so i'm pumped up about that and his his this is for this was fucking so funny to me um his review of the sneakers app is quote unquote what a great experience There it is. We got it. What a fucking great experience. I've really loved getting my fucking dick pushed in with L's every morning. I wonder if that I wonder if that was um just a a sly uh advertisement for that knock the shit. Maybe. I mean like what do you think about that one, Ro? Do you think people give a shit about that shoe? They're gonna buy it if they can make money off of it. Um Sadly, that's the thing. People, I ask like, do you even golf? And Top Golf doesn't count. I, uh, <laughs> I'm not feeling it at all. I don't like the vest. I don't. I'm not. I'm not feeling it at all. Well, not just the vest, but that shoe. I mean, honestly, that white on white shoe. I mean, I don't know if I've seen an uglier. I mean, that looks so 2001 K Swiss is what that. I was looks. just gonna say, you ever seen a K Swiss? Yeah, oh man, exactly like K Swiss to me. Those were the jam in middle school. I mean, yeah, for a select few people, K-Swiss did actually have a bit of a, a brand for a minute, but geez, mm-hmm. I don't know, that white shoe, dude, I, I just, I can't with that shoe, man. That looks like, it looks like those Fila's that, that, that resurrected recently, last couple years. Oh, the Disruptors? Yeah, they look, it almost looks like a Fila Disruptor, like, there's nothing about that shoe that interests me. No, this, this is a skinny white chick shoe, dude, look at it. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, that's what I mean. Like for me, nothing about that interests me. This will be the new, uh, the new Beat Forces. 
I hope so. I was thinking once you said K Swiss, I was like, I hope they come back and they beat those and not Air Force Ones. Um, I don't think that shoe was meant to be worn like that. Like some shoes you can kind of wear and they'll have that worn <laughs> look and it looks okay, but forces the leather, uh, not the leather, the laces get dirty, the stitching is dirty, and they do dumb shit like use white polish and shoe polish and try to whiten them again and it just or they'll spray paint them they'll literally take a fucking airbrush and be like (laughs) it's white look at me brand new shoes it's oh my god no no we can't be doing that anymore let's educate all the youngins you if you ruin your white forces go spend 90 dollars on a new pair it's not much you know it's wild it's Uh, a lot for people can be a lot for some people hey let me i'm gonna dip out for one second i'll be right back yes sir sorry Uh, he he does this every once in a while he wants to go check on a kid Oh uh, yeah, mine's on the toilet, so I get it. <laughs> oh, there you go, man. You're gonna keep them there. Stay there for I, an hour, homie. I definitely get it. Yeah, being in the Midwest, um, Chicago's a hop skipping away. Mm-hmm. They will buy forces. Um, you cannot find a pair of Air Force Ones in any mall. Nope. Yeah, and they will buy them and resell them. Buck twenty, buck mm-hmm. buck fifteen, buck fifty. I seen it all day. And I'm like forces, all white, no, no craft, no, no type of collab, like just regular Air Force Ones. And they're like, yeah, 150 right now. And I'm like, this is, yeah, I'm, I found myself slowly getting out of shoe. I got out of shoes. Um, I've kind of, not, I wouldn't say I've always been into them, but I've always had a thing for shoes just growing up. I slowly got out around the whole remaster think uh when sure. Jordan brand started remastering shoes and i i didn't like that price hike and i was just like yeah <laughs> right. um, this this just isn't for me i've always been a lebron fan and just in all fairness i was able to watch him in high yes. school i couldn't see michael jordan i can't say he's the best from highlights because that's what a highlight is supposed to do I didn't watch the four. I didn't see any forced passes. I didn't see jacked up shots that he missed, game winners that he missed. I I didn't see that. Oh, when you type in Jordan, you see the shot in Cleveland. You see the the six fingers when he wins. You know all the dunks. Yep. You know for LeBron, I was able to see that. So I've always had a a stronger liking for him over Jordan. So I sold everything in my collection, all my Jordans. I got rid of all of them. And just start solely buying LeBrons. Uh, and sure. I started getting back into shoes around when I moved back from Atlanta. That was about 20, 2016. I started slowly getting back into them. And then uh, let's say 2018. Uh, yeah, 2018. I started really, really kind of getting back into it. But even then, it was still sneakers a bust. Um, I being out of, you know, being out of shoes for a while. We had a store here in Indianapolis. Uh, it's been closed for many years, but it was called Harold and Pinner. Okay. I, mean, I, I remember Grape Five dropped. All you had to do was buy a T-shirt. I mean, simple enough. If you wanted to shoot, buy a shirt, get the shit. You know, you were entered. Easy. I mean, that, that was your way of getting the shoe. You had to buy merchandise. They mm-hmm. sold $75 T-shirts. <laughs> you paid $135, $150 for a pair of fives, and you got to shoot now. It's like you got to get a raffle. You have to pick up your phone at this time. If you don't pick up, you lose. And I'm just like, what the hell? I'm like, no, 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 we're not. 
Like I'm not I'm not a part of this this world. Yeah, I'm not I'm not playing that game. Look, I can sit here all day and talk about sneakers and love sneakers and 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 appreciate the shoes that I have. But if you think I'm gonna wake my ass up to hit a few buttons on my cell phone for them to tell me go fuck yourself, your money's no good here. Like no, yep. no, no thing. I ain't doing that. I will take the pairs that I can get from a store in front of my face in person. Mm-hmm. Nothing you else. Know, it's um, what really kind of got me back into it was the Travis Scott one. I actually hit on sneakers. You and, bet. Um, that was a wild day. That was yeah, a wild. Imagine. <laughs> that was a wild it, day for uh, everybody involved. It um the app. I use Face ID because someone I watched a video and they were like, "Well, the time it takes for you to put in your password, just use Face ID. Someone's already in it." I was like, "Duh, that's smart." I use right. Face ID. I kid you not. They told me password incorrect, so I said, "My face is wrong." Okay, <laughs> Snickers, my face is wrong. I try, I try, I try, I try. It didn't work. I say, "You know what? What will be, what will be, what will be, will be." I close my phone. I kept playing Call of Duty. I checked back in 20 minutes. They didn't say sold out. So I said, hmm, let me try again. I kept trying. I got the email notification before sneakers even told me. And I literally dropped my phone. I cracked the back of it. And I was like, no fucking way. Like, I'm texting people. I'm like, yo, I think I got them. They're like, no, that's a glitch. That's a glitch. Then they finally showed me that I had them. And I honestly didn't want them. Because I right. don't wear brown. I was like, I don't wear brown. I'm not. This is a shitty color. I'm not going to wear this. Once I seen them in hand, I was like, okay, maybe I'll hold on to them. And um, people were asking me, like, what did you do? What did you do? And I was like, the only thing I noticed that I did with that release was I looked at it periodically throughout the week. Uh, I would look at the shoes. I would kind of, you know, look at the posts. I would heart it, you know, things like that. Yep. But that was it. So I had this strategy and I tried it again with the Michigan Fives. So about a week and a half, two weeks before they dropped, I looked at the shoe for about five to 10 minutes, once a day. I would kind of just look at the post. I would like it, unlike it, like it, look at it. And while that wasn't a highly coveted shoe, I got them. So I was like, okay, third time's a charm. Let's see if this happens again. Here now. I did that exact same method for the Travis Scott Sixes. No problem. Got them. And I was like, okay, I might be on to something. I went a while not telling people um, because I thought I was like, oh, you know, maybe this is the secret. And for almost every other shoe, every shoe that I've got from sneakers, which isn't many, but the ones I have got, that's exactly what I did. Except for the off whites, I was just happened to be going to work and, uh, like every other American, texting and driving, and it yep. popped up on my phone and was like, um, exclusive access purchase now. I pulled over, bought them. I'm like, no way, please let me get a color I actually want. And I kept telling myself, I don't want lot eight, and that's the one I get. <laughs> so, you hey, you got some burgundy motherfuckers, <laughs> man. <laughs> but yeah, shoes, it's just, it's, yeah, I, I got out of them and I got back in. Um, I went a while not buying any, like I said, for a while. And I was able to get the, um, I was in Chicago and I got the Airmore of Tempos, the OGs, just the black and whites. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, it's a classic Nike shoe. You know, you can't really go wrong with that. And then after that, I started finding myself slowly looking at 
looking at shoes uh, more often. I had a pair of Nike Tech pants that I bought, and unfortunately, they were too big. And that's the thing. I, that's one of the points I was wanting to get to today. Just with clo- apparel and shoes today, it's it's almost hard to purchase because you can't try shit on anymore. Oh my uh, god! You gotta get me started on that shit. I feel you one hundred percent. Like I'm sitting here trying to buy two hundred plus dollars sneakers that I'm not allowed to touch first. I'm not allowed to even yeah. look at them first. You know, like yeah. I'm surprised most local like Foot Locker not gonna let you try shit on anymore either because everyone's gonna get the goddamn virus from their sneakers. Yep. I wanted a pair of the uh, what are those the the Nike Adapts the the self lacing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I wanted some, but I'm like, there's no way I'm going to pay four hundred dollars to buy a shoe, and I don't know how it fits. Uh, one of my, a couple of my favorite releases, which aren't super big, but the Nike React ISPAs. Mm-hmm. Um, I have two pair of those I got from the outlet, fifty bucks, and oh, yeah. I was like, I was able to go in and try them on. And what's crazy about it is, I looked up my parents' stock X; they were selling for four hundred. I said, damn, if I knew they were going to go for that much, I wouldn't have worn them. I would have just sold them. But yeah, right. Those are some of my favorite shoes out of out of everything I've went on sneakers. Other releases. Those are two of my favorite shoes I've bought within recent years. I bought a pair of Nike Air Bothans, too, which gives me uh, major ACG vibes. And I felt like that shoe could have been a hit, but Nike just... I don't know. Maybe they dropped the ball. They didn't see a lot of steam rolling with them, so they let them go. But I purchased that shoe in my natural size 11. I think I can fit a 10 in it. Now, luckily, I didn't get them for retail, but I just think, or, or resale, sorry. I didn't get them for resale, but what if it was the desert sand pair that sells for $300 and I buy this shoe and it's too big? You know, it's just, it's so shitty today. We just can't try anything on. I bought a pair of tech pants. Uh, I was like, oh, I'll get an XL, you know, I like a little slack in my pants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were for like a fat person. You're like a <laughs> um, fucking pair of pants. I'm like, yeah, I can't buy these. And then I, I returned them back to Hibbit. Uh, the Hibbit here doesn't do cash back. So they, they only did in store credit. So I ended up just taking that money and uh, buying a pair of Air Force One uh, Rucker Parks. Oh yeah, and um, no one. It seemed ones? like no one cared about them. Those are the Kobe ones. Uh, you could say that. You, I, I, I would the low, say they're Kobe. The low with the uh, orange, white, and orange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the sizing thing is it's interesting. It's been this way forever, and I I don't know. Like like I like Levi's, man, and I, I like mm-hmm. Levi's because I grew up in Northern California, and Levi's is like a San Francisco brand. Yeah, and all the Levi's. Uh, I mean, like, I know a lot of people actually work at Levi's. They get samples, all this shit. And the problem with Levi, I mean, every fucking pair fits differently. And, and I asked somebody who works at Levi's, and um, she was telling me that it has to do with the factories. And every single factory has different measurements. Every single factory does every single thing differently. But I mean, I've made posts on this before about Nike in particular, about how. I mean, I've owned shoes from size seven and a half up to 11, and they all fit like seven and a half to an 11. And the only one that's really actually like consistent for me is the Air Force One. And it's like I'm consistently an eight and a half or a nine. 
it's the most consistent shoe that I found that Nike does. I don't know why, but like, I mean, I, I still, if, if you look at like my air, my Air Maxes are, are the fucking worst. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, and Air Max 90s are really bad. And I love fucking 90s, but like, you know, I could, I could buy like, I've probably bought five or 10 pairs of 90s over the past year. And every single one of them fits differently. So you're right. It's always a crapshoot. I mean, yeah, we, it's just I, I feel the same way about the 90s in particular. I like that you bring that up. You know, uh, we were just talking about them before I, I hit the hit the bacons and I hit the lasers. Those are two entirely different shoes as far as like fit and yeah. and shape and yeah. how much uh, how much padding is in the, the tongue and all of it. It's it's entirely different. And I can't even imagine that they would call those two shoes the same. So I bet the laser fits hella big and, and the. the Dave's spot and eat one fits pretty small. You that- are correct. The DQMs yeah. were narrow as fuck, and I could barely get them on. And the the lasers are practically as poofy as a SB dunk. Interesting. Not, <laughs> not even wow. kidding. I put them next to my civilists, and they're just as wide. Civilists. Yeah. That's SB. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The, the the temperature change ones. Fire. Oh, you got real ones. Yeah. <laughs> ah, ah, big boy. Nice. Yeah. So, Ro, I wanted to. I, I did want to ask you though. You were you were talking about you wanted to start a podcast too, right? Yeah, yeah. So me and one of me and one of my good friends. Um, yeah, we were talking about it. I remember, and this was when I was getting back into shoes. I want to say about two and a half years ago, two and a half three years ago. Uh, we would talk, and meaning meaning to be five minute conversations would turn into three-hour conversations about shoes and um you know i always say just 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 keeping it a buff you know you guys pretty much inspired that for me and i always kind of thought if it wasn't us maybe i would do it but i'm 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 just really just into too much shit um i do photography when i uh when i have the time for my job I'm, i'm a phlebotomist at a blood center here and with this whole covid shit and people needing blood I have the worst work hours um, in existence of any job. It's almost worse than being on call. One day I can go in at 2 a.m. The next day can be 2 p.m. You know, uh, it's yeah, it's it's insane. Um, But yeah, just we we, I kind of figured I was like, we talk so much about sneakers. You know, why don't we just give a platform, you know, not give a platform, but just kind of create one for. I would, I don't, and I hate the term sneakerhead today, but you know, I guess you could say sneakerheads that grew up when we did, you know, around our age. And just, and it was mainly for people that we kind of knew and like kind of connected with, um, and just not none of this just new age stuff, just (laughs) not just trying to make money, you know, just, oh, I'll buy these. I don't even want them. I'm going to just buy them just because, you know, and this was for real deal heads that remember you know, being able to leave lunch and go pick up the the bread 13s or, you know, bread, um, the last shots or being able to just go buy a shirt at the mall. And that was that was what guaranteed your shoot. You know, no crazy raffles, no have to be here. You have to do this, be here at this time. Like, you know, just we kind of want to just talk about those things and more so the state of, you know, where sneakers are today, where we think they may go, 
it was a lot of different things that I kind of bounced around in my head. I haven't really spoke to him with it, but I kind of like bounced around with it. And it's, it's something that crossed my mind, but we haven't really took that full step to actually make it a thing yet. Yo, I, I love that you say, um, that you said the, uh, the state of sneakers, fun fact, the original <laughs> name for this podcast was state of sneakers. Ah. Abbreviated SOS. Yeah. yeah. I like that. So yeah, I liked it too, but this worked really well because because uh, I don't know if you know this, but uh, uh, JT was a teacher for the longest time. Mm-hmm. Actually, it wasn't that. It was only three years I only taught for three years. before that. Really? Yeah. Oh, shit. The last three years. and It's funny because I, you know, I did Wall Street and then I did uh, Silicon Valley. And what I realized was how much I hated just sitting behind a computer all day, not talking to anyone. And so I feel like the last three years, I got a whole brain vomit just you know, I got to actually talk to people, which was really interesting. And it's kind of led us to where we are here. But you said something interesting a second ago, uh, Robert, you said um, you wanted to talk about where sneakers are going. I'm curious as to where you think sneakers are going. Because I, I mean, I have my own thoughts on it as well. I'm sure Shane has his thoughts on it too. And mm-hmm. just curious on where you would, where you think it's it's so hard and i know we you know i know you guys want to keep it in that time frame but this can go on and on it's it's hard to put a finger on where it's it's gonna go um me me and my buddy um and his name's keys we we talk about jordan ones and i remember when the turbo greens dropped i said give it a year or two jordan ones are going to be 200 dollars." and he was like why do you say that i'm like the quality of this shoe I was like, I felt I, I would have felt okay paying a little more for it. And I was like, I'm not really into shoes like that as much as I used to be years ago. So I'm like, I'm just kind of thinking if I feel this way, people that are really, really, really into them, they're going to they're going to easily do it. You know, and as you see the rise of the Jordan one, which is, again, itself, it's wild. It has no new tech. I mean, it's a shoe from 85, 86. It's not even that comfortable honestly for hours at a time but you could buy a shoe 180 something after tax and sell it for 400 in a couple hours that's just insane but yeah i told him i told him 2017 2018 um i said yeah jordan ones are going to be 200 dollars, and i just see everything slightly going up but even with that being said i feel they're running out of ideas uh how many times are we going to flip the shatter backboards uh four more times <laughs> the the shadows um the the marina blues which are kind of the royals you could say but they're just i mean it's hard to say now i can't remember off the top of my head but is gentry back at jordan brand no okay see i thought this was all his doing but never mind <laughs> uh <laughs> yeah I, i'm i'm curious uh to see i, I want to know what's going on at Jordan Brennan, just Nike in general. You got Kyrie, a new guy spoke about this a couple episodes back. He said it was trash, and then he took it back. You know, yep, and then, they're wearing a pair. <laughs> and all all the, the the Jordan one flips, even from even the Bordeaux and the hair sixes. Um, don't get me wrong, I like how they look, but it's only okay because the shoes have somewhat similar patterns um not patterns what's the word uh kind of like it's almost like a palette almost the six and seven are very similar 
as far yeah. as um, you Handling. know colors, yeah, they they can mesh very well. So I wasn't too mad with those, but ah, the the grape um, the grape five, like the the alternate grape, I thought that was horrible. Um, those are horrible. Those are bad, bro. Horrible. You're right. And people and people here in my city, oh my goodness, they the first thing, yeah, they all. Whoa, what do they wear? I can't even think of the team, but yeah, everyone looks alike here. That's another thing I hate about Annapolis. No one has any real individuality. There's a few. <laughs> there's a few here and there, and when you see them, like you kind of look at each other in public, like ah, okay, and then you see everyone else dressing off of taking the clothes off the mannequin and just wearing them. But yeah, everyone had purple snapbacks. Uh, oh, Hornets jerseys. That's what it was. Everyone had yeah. a Hornets jersey. Everyone had a Hornets jersey, and I was like, uh, "I mean, you could at least got Larry Johnson." I mean, everyone had a Hornets jersey in those damn shoes, and um, it's hard to say. Even with Nike basketball, like I said, Kyrie said the shoes is trash. Um, and I'm a big LeBron fan. I know you guys just spoke about the LeBron 19. Uh, that's a revamp nine to me. Yeah, that's, dude, look at it. Same shoe to revamp nine. The seventeen was an eight. Yep. I have to actually have to look these up because I don't even follow LeBron Moss like that. Fifteens <laughs> are my favorite, man. I love the fifteens. That is probably going. Uh, I feel the LeBron watch saved that shoe. Yo, you got a good point. That was that was a a huge thing for me. I, uh, that was right when I first got into sneakers. They started doing LeBron watch again, and then they were doing the fifteen like they did the the like the superhero colored one it was like white red white and blue and yellow and it was like modeled after one of his old shoes or something but it was a 15 whatever they were doing with all of that lebron watch thing mm-hmm. yeah in colorways of lebron's during that lebron watch year. i mean the the thing you got to remember though about this stuff is that even as it gets old for us there's a whole new slew of people who find interest in it yeah. who are yep. just growing up like like i was one thing i was shocked to find teaching was that seventh graders uh were into jordans and getting into jordans when i was teaching them you know and i'm like yo i've seen these things for like 20 30 years you know and 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 it's just completely new to them so i mean like even as we grow old and grow out of it and start to look at it like man they need to do some new shit like little kids see something that came out when we were little kids and like oh that's dope that's the first time i see this you know so it feels like it could go on in perpetuity because yeah, the old shit is the new shit. Well, and, 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 and I mean, like people are always going to need shit for their feet. You know what I mean? Like at, at what point is, is Jordan, are Jordan's going to be like, I, I totally feel you with that. I think ones are mad fucking uncomfortable. I think dunks are fucking uncomfortable. Like, you know, but, but yeah, it just seems like <laughs> no matter how much we hate it, the machine is still going to keep on moving with this stuff, man. Like, I don't know, That's... sixes, sevens. I mean, there are definitely 15 year olds out there right now who are seeing sixes and sevens for the first time and going, you know, once I get enough money in, in, in five years, that's the first show I'm going to get, you know? So it's just getting and, bigger. It feels like it's just never going to stop growing. And you know, what's funny about that is uh, to kind of piggyback to where we were standing uh, entertainers and shoes the g units and jay-z things like that uh the, the g unit 50 cent they had a pair it was called the gxt and at the time that they read at the time that they released um 
there wasn't an Air Jordan 4 out. And that oh, yeah. was the closest shoe you could get to an Air Jordan 4 unless you cop the um, white and metallic green or cool grays. And um, wow, I was in middle school. This was 2002, 2003. Yeah, if you were able to get those, I mean, you got them. But if not, um, and of course, if you did get them, you probably beat them because you're a kid. You're not thinking 10 years from now, your feet's going to grow. But yeah, that was the closest shoe. And that's that's the reason why my friends got them. Because they were like, yeah, this is close to an Air Jordan 4. And uh, like you said, you know, while it's old to us, it's new to someone else. So many people hated Space Jam too, but it's not for you. <laughs> you know, so. Yeah, that's a good point, dude. Like, I, I didn't care for that shit, but it's, it wasn't for me. That's a, Dude, that's such a good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, stuff for kids. You're right because I remember that there was a, definitely a drought with fours in in that time period. Those were the only two fours that came out in at least six or eight years. Yeah, it was, it was, a, it was a while. And that white. I mean, I even considered buying that white green one because I wanted a pair so bad. I mean, like, and I I would never wear. Them. I yeah. remember they were at a finish line here on discount. They were on um the the sales rack. And I was like, wow, it was back to school. And it was either to get the white and green fours and I ended up going with a Air Force One mid. And now I think back, I'm like, why did I do that? (laughs) I had a chance to get those (laughs) and the cool gray fours that were on sale for a hundred bucks a piece. But instead, I got a pair of mid-top Air Force Ones and nike dunks that were all white hot top uh whatever white and gray it had 3m and i remember that was around the time the carolina and chicago and the black and gold air jordan one mids dropped and um there was a guy in my gym in my gym class and we're friends on instagram i'm gonna send him this so when he listens he's gonna crack up i remember he had those ones on and i was like i like those dunks he was like dude these aren't dunks these are jordans and I think that's what kind of got me into because I hell they all look the same to me, and I was like Jordans, those look like ducks. But then I started really paying attention to shoes at that time, and um, it blew my mind that how things how things were, you know, being released and stuff like that. I think people forget that the Jordan One and the Dunk. Designed by the same dude and came out within months of each other. No shit, they look similar. <laughs> oh wow, that's I never knew that. Yeah, yeah. So it was uh, just just within months of each other in 1985. Uh, I believe it was the 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 Jordan one first, and the Dunk came right after. And yeah, no shit, that they're practically the same exact shoe made by the same dude, the same time frame for the same purpose. So then there's that question. Remember how, how impassioned people get about the fakes argument? Oh, yeah, yeah. You should pay homage to the designers and the... <laughs> I mean, I, I highly doubt Peter Moore still gets paid on that design. I highly doubt he got paid at all on that design other than his regular salary. Right. I mean, when you're hired as, as a designer, you're not going to get any shit except for your regular salary. Sucks to be you. Shouldn't have been hired as a designer. <laughs> It's inter- it's really interesting how that that all kind of plays out. I mean, we we I actually toyed with the ideas of designer trading cards, but I just thought people wouldn't even give a shit. Yeah, look, uh, 
I mean, I know there's like two, like two designers that I would like maybe want a trading card of, but yeah. it it's it's the information. I'm way more I'm way more interested in the information. You know, like well, what where did yeah. where they get their degree or where they come up from or why are they in fashion? You know, like the stuff that you you've been doing with your cards so far. Right, right. But that's I mean, I'm talking about a product and not a not really a person, which is why I mean, baseball cards are such a because they talk about the person. I, I remember when I was a kid looking at baseball cards and learning that just about every baseball player in the world's favorite food was chicken and rice. Actually, <laughs> I mean, I used to, I don't know. Anyway, all this stuff is just it's, at, at the end of the day, sometimes all this stuff just feels fucking silly. Oh, it really does that we spend this much time talking about like footwear and and keeping up on it and somehow letting footwear make us mad. Yeah, yeah. like I'm <laughs> I'm mad about certain sneakers. Why the fuck am I mad about a sneaker? It's a it's a shoe. Everyone gets mad about it too. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that's half your platform. Just people yeah. pissing people off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what the intent? What was that? You cut out pretty bad. Oh, I cut out. Um, I yeah. said I didn't. That wasn't the intent, but it, it sounds like that's. I mean, it appears that that's what's happening lately. <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely right, homie. All right, so we are at. Uh, we're an hour and four minutes. Usually, we try to wrap up right away. Um, does anybody have anything that they wanted to touch on, or any other specific questions or shit like that? Oh man, that's tough. Um, mine's Drana. Drawing a blank right now, so I'm and that's to... completely fine. I mean, <laughs> we don't need to add nothing else. I always just like to ask, especially when we have guests, to make sure that you know everybody got to what they wanted to get to and said what they wanted to. Yeah, yeah Rob, was... thanks for uh, coming on and talking a bit about you know what it is you were hoping to do, and you know, just interesting to hear from other people in the space um, who 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 it appears we've resonated with. So thank yeah. you for, uh, uh, I, I appreciate you guys having me on, you know, and uh, like we talked about earlier, as far as like me and my friends podcast, we were, you know, kind of contemplating thinking about doing these were the kind of we wanted to have real conversations. You know, we didn't really care about I mean, anyone can look up and see what's coming out in the next few months, you know, up to a year and things like that. Like, you know, we yep. didn't want to talk about that basic information well, i want to have real sneaker conversations about people that are really into shoes that it's not just a fad for them you know it's something they enjoy you know so no, i think yeah. it's funny when people just talk about what they wore all day like uh, I just i don't care i don't want to picture what you wore all day i really don't <laughs> yeah no, great I, who the fuck cares you put on a pair of shoes Shut up, bud yeah me too that's yeah, great, great. <laughs> no I, I know what you mean there's, there's just certain I don't know. When I look at sneaker blogs, it's just it's, it feels like every day is just a snow, slow news day, and it's it's like, okay, so what about the thoughts that actually happen behind some of this stuff? Where's where's that stuff go? And it just it doesn't seem like it's ever actually no, talked about. Nah, uh, you're absolutely right, man. That that just it gets lost in the the resale and the money and the flex and the offset got another pair of custom shoes and blah 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 blah. Oh yeah, he's, he's the best. <laughs> Oof, this is a good one though. I like this. Yeah, man. Thanks for uh, dropping by. Uh, no problem. No problem at all. Appreciate you guys having me on. As always, definitely going to continue to listen to new episodes. Beautiful, and you get to hear yourself talk this week. Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. 
All right, indeed. Uh, Bankrail, thank you so much, man, for, for coming on and chopping it up with us for a little bit. To everyone else that's listening, stay tuned. Of course, we have tons of shit working. Follow Sneaker Savant. Follow Baishu. Follow Shuf Cohen. Follow Bankrow. Go check him out. That's the homie. Keep an eye. Stay tuned. Stay safe. We'll see you next week. Bye.